Hello and welcome to day 39 of our Together We Go podcast. Let's pray before we begin. Oh, Father, we thank you for who you are. The wonders of your love, Lord, we just remind ourselves in this moment how, how infinite your love is towards us and how faithful you are. Thank you, Lord, that that knowing we would get many things wrong, knowing that we would often doubt and and turn away and be distracted by other things, you still chose to send your son Jesus for us. And I thank you, Lord, that there is, uh, there is no remembrance of wrong when we come before you and simply confess of it. So today I pray that we would just run into your arms. We would run into your presence with arms wide open, knowing that we would be received with delight, with joy. And Father, we, we love you, Jesus. We adore you, Holy Spirit. We're so grateful that you made a home within us. Thank you, Lord. We love you. And we pray that that you would be glorified in our lives. We pray that that in some small way or whatever it may be, that our lives would point other people to the saving grace, the eternal love of the Father found through the one Jesus and Jesus alone. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Cool. So we are now on uh, Colossians 4. And it's just a short one today, verses 2 uh, to 6. And it says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open us, open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Cool. So it's just a very, uh, yeah, short, short segment today of uh, five, no, four. <laughs> I'm not very good at maths, am I? Of two, three, four, five, six, or five verses. Uh, yeah, Colossians four, two to six, five verses. So this is, uh, this section of the word is entitled further instructions or final greetings or net tomorrow's will be final greetings and today's is further instructions. And as we know from the pattern of the previous um uh, previous book of the Bi- books of the Bible we've looked at. Whenever Paul is writing a letter to a church community, he always ends with kind of final instructions, or it's almost like a summary of everything that he's spoken about. Either that, or it's kind of the final edition of. Oh, by the way, let me just add this a little bit, like a P.S. And um, this is, this section is entitled "Further Instructions," and I believe within it are some incredible incredibly simple yet powerful truths and revelations that that God is wanting us uh, to receive today so it begins by saying continue steadfastly in prayer and that steadfastly means uh, faithfully continuously without giving up without uh, giving in it's it's a reminder and an encouragement to keep praying um you know i think 
I think in, in our modern Christianity, prayer is seen as the optional add-on or oftentimes our prayers are based on crisis when there is a crisis in our lives uh, when something is going wrong or when someone's unwell we we become fervent in prayer like never before but here it talks about being steadfastly uh, being steadfast in prayer and uh, continuing in that and so our prayer life really the first step of faith is prayer because if you don't believe that God exists and that he hears, if you don't believe that God will hear you, if you don't believe that God will respond, then we won't pray. And so often we can tell whether we are uh, in faith or not simply by whether we're not praying, whether we are or not praying. Because if we aren't praying, then either we stop believing that God is real or that he doesn't hear us or he doesn't care. And all of those things are the opposite of faith, the opposite to believing in God, in believing in the true God. You may believe in a God, or in a, but you're not believing in the God of the Bible who is, uh, who hears us, who wants to speak and commune with us and who is good through and through. And so continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. So Paul isn't just saying be prayerful in terms of petitioning and asking God for things, but he's saying, remember, once you've asked, once you've prayed and asked for something, be watchful, stay awake, look for signs of life that will spring forth in the places that you have declared God's word and his truth and always be thankful I think um, you know when we when I go back going back to the earlier point about uh, prayer in crisis times. Often it's the case that when we come to God in crisis, there is no thanksgiving because it's a desperation of God. I I I need you to do this and healing and 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 this is hard and help me and help this person and etc. But here Paul is saying, be steadfast in praying and be mindful to always be giving thanks and so that is the two balance of uh, of prayer which is petitioning and thanksgiving that should always go hand in hand and you know i once heard um some great teachings on prayer and they reminded me that that once we've prayed god isn't deaf you don't have to keep repeating it but once you've prayed just give thanks just give thanks until you see it uh, manifest before you, until you see it with your own eyes. Just give thanks that God is at work, that he's heard and he is at work in everything. And so today, perhaps for some of us, it's simply thanksgiving. Perhaps we've been praying and praying, petitioning, and it's time to begin to give thanks that God hears that he is at work, that he is good. And if there is nothing to give thanks for in the natural, then give thanks for who he is, that he is so loving, kind and merciful that we did not deserve it, yet he poured out his love towards us through sending his son, Jesus. And, you know, as we enter into the Advent season, isn't it a great time to remember just the miracle of God coming down here on earth and being born in a manger, not at the Savoy in London, (laughs) not at the Ritz, but, oh, can you imagine? Anyway, so this is Paul saying, continue steadfast in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us. And it's almost Paul saying like, oh, by the way, you know, as you're praying, feel free to pray for me as well. But here again, Paul isn't asking 
for provision. He's not asking to be freed from prison because he even goes on to say, you know, that's why I'm in prison because I'm preaching the gospel. But he's not actually praying for his own welfare at all. His prayer is that God would open doors for him to preach the good news. The mystery of Jesus Christ. And that he would be able to deliver who Christ is clearly and that the Holy Spirit would help him in how he should speak. Isn't that amazing? Paul is sat in prison and he's saying, I want you to pray that these prison doors will open in the name of Jesus and angels will come and, and cast away all the prison officers and they will bow before me and, and I will walk out. And I'm praying that God will give me this massive car and a building so I can welcome people in and, and preach. The good. No, Paul is saying, He's not praying about anything to do with his own success, welfare, comfort, even freedom. He is sat in prison saying, my prayer, if you get a chance to pray for me, pray that I would continually have the opportunity to preach the gospel. And when I do, when I'm given the opportunity, that I wouldn't mess it up, but that I would deliver it clearly and that I would speak it in a manner that pleases God. That's what Paul asks for prayer. And then he goes on, it says, walk in wisdom towards outsiders. So that's non-Christians. Paul is saying, hey, be wise when it comes to people outside. Don't just be, ask for wisdom. It says in James, those who lack wisdom, ask God and he will give it without reproach. So be wise. Let's not, let's not be Christians who are spouting out random things thinking, well, you know, God's called me to be bold and courageous and preach the gospel without fear and shame. Yes, he has. But here we're also reminded to be wise, have wisdom. You know, there's a difference between being bold and courageous and speaking what God's placed on your heart and just being foolish and and missing an opportunity that God has because we just wanted to be bold. Our per, Our aim and our end goal is not, boldness and courage is not the end goal. Boldness and courage is what God gives us in order to do his will. Sometimes we get so worked up like, ah, oh, I'm going to be brave for Jesus. We just go, Jesus, and then walk away going, oh, that was amazing. God really gave me the strength to do that. Well, perhaps he did, but the end goal is not boldness and courage. Boldness and courage are given as a method as as a it's it's the the methodology it's the tunnel the corridor to get to uh, do what god has called us to it's being faithful to that but here paul is reminding us to be wise i think sometimes as christians we can be so lacking in wisdom and i'm not saying that we should water things down of course not paul did not water things down but there is a difference between just outright stupidity and foolishness compared to having wisdom and knowing when to speak, how to speak. That's what Paul asked, that he would speak as he ought. That he, that, uh, um, no, he says, uh, what did he say? That I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak, that he would speak with clarity. And it goes on, he says, uh, uh, yeah, walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time remembering that our, our interactions with non-Christians, every minute counts. So let's be wise about what we say and what we don't say. Let's be wise about how we 
spend that valuable time we have with them. Not just to pounce on them with the Bible, but to love them and to be clear in what you believe and why you believe and who Jesus Christ is to you. And then it says, let your speech always be gracious. Again, looking at the way that often Christians come across right now in the midst of COVID and uh, elections in the US and, and various, various things. I have to say, Christians, they're not communicating. I'm scared to say this, but it's so true, is that unfortunately there's just a lack of wisdom. It's almost like, well, I'm going to just put out a statement on social media and I don't care how they take it because God and God knows my heart, what he does. But our purpose for speaking on this earth isn't for God to know our hearts because we don't need to speak or say anything for him to know our hearts. But what we say and how we say it does um, show people where our heart is. And so that's where wisdom is important. And it says, let your speech always be gracious. Grace. Well, I don't know about you, but aren't we all lacking grace? Aren't we all severely deficient of grace? when it comes to one another. And yet God is a God of grace. He He shows us mercy and grace. He's a gracious God. And so having grace towards one another, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt. Um, I had to look this up and that word salt in Greek actually means wit, wit or humour. And so actually what Paul is saying is this, be wise in how you interact with non-Christians. Not because they might taint you, but because there are incredible opportunities to reveal the heart of the Father to them. And let your speech be gracious. Don't be attacking people, telling them you're just blind and you don't see. Be gracious. Be gracious. It's, we can't go to a, someone who doesn't have the medication and then tell them to get better. And they may not understand that they need medication. And that's okay. But if the doctor is like, oh, you're stupid, how can you not know that you're ill? Yeah, that's not very gracious. So wisdom, grace, and uh, let your speech be seasoned with salt. So salt actually means wit. And so what Paul is saying is this, be wise, be gracious, and lighten up a little. <laughs> Don't be so intense. <laughs> not it isn't about uh, numbing down passion and if you know me you know that I'm a passionate guy I'm I'm Korean I was brought up north there's there's a lot of passion within me but he's saying let it be seasoned with salt it's it's okay to bring humor and smile and be nice and so he's just reminding them to basically not stand on the corner shouting at them that they're going to hell but to speak with wisdom, grace and humour. That's what that seasoned with salt means. It's, it means to speak with wit. Um, isn't that amazing? Like that Paul is reminding us of how what the methodology is so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. And so here in these five verses, Paul is reminding us the importance of prayer, which is our private time with God. It's our prayer closet moment. It's the uh, Jesus teaching us how to pray. Close the door. Don't just pray in front of people, but make sure that your own prayer life with your father is strong. But couple that with 
how you are externally. So Paul is looking at both our intimate and private moments with God and our external expressions of faith towards non-Christians. And the two go hand in hand. It's important that both parts are present and, uh, and balanced and healthy and strong in our lives as Christians. And that is Colossians 4 verses 2 to 6. Have a wonderful day, guys. And uh, yeah, looking forward to joining you tomorrow for day 40 which is our final day of this series of 40 days. Uh, Just before we go, many of you have contacted me just uh, letting me know that you've been listening to the podcast and and what God's been saying. And and, uh, yeah, it's been really, really encouraging. But also, I want to make these 40 days uh, when we finish tomorrow available for anyone to pick up the 40 days and start as and when they need or want to a tool for them to be able to read the word of God and uh, yeah, build this habit. So uh, can I encourage you guys to share this with your friends or family or anyone who may uh, be may find this helpful? But also, if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to get in touch with me, just letting me know how this has helped you to hear from God. Um, hopefully that will help me to be able to encourage others as they look for ways to continue to grow in their walk with God uh, as I point them to this podcast. Anyway, have a wonderful day and God bless you.